Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title. This is Safety Check Emission Controls Part 2. And plainly, what we want to do is summarize what's going on is because I believe that many of us are on the road when we shouldn't be on the road. Are you authorized to be on the road? Do you have the right papers to be on the road? Do you have tags on your car? Do you have a safety sticker? Or many of us in the States, we have uh, this, uh, this emissions control, this safety check that the car has to go through. And you have to have this sticker on there that has a date. Many states have that. If yours doesn't, then just maybe just try to be relative to the idea that maybe you're out of alignment. Your tires are wearing down. That's causing the brakes to to maybe have some failure or wearing down on the brakes. Some of us are riding with flat tires, literally going down the road, and we're still on the road. Some of us, maybe the blinker's just out. The horn doesn't work. Should we really be on the road? So as a safety check, what are we doing? What are we doing? Many of us, maybe we're in park still. How can we get anywhere if we're in park? You're authorized to be in the vehicle. The vehicle has passed the safety check. You should be going, but you're in park. Some of us are in park, but the engine's running. We're depleting the fuel. And then when we need to go somewhere, we're going to have to stop for gas. And maybe, maybe there isn't any gas. Or maybe the prices will be so high then that you won't be able to get fuel. Maybe you should fuel up now by getting immersed into God's word. Amen. I believe that for many of us, we need a safety check, a spiritual checkup. Should you be on the road? Should you be even proclaiming the name of Jesus? Or do you need a safety check? Are you telling the wrong story? Are you telling the story out of bitterness? Are you using the word of God like a a 40 Cal SD, Springfield SD? Are you just going around double tapping everyone you see? Here's John 316 or here's this. I got you now. And we don't plant seeds. We throw rotten fruit at them like they're the, the wrong comedian on the stage. We're supposed to love one another. We're supposed to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, with everything you've got. The Word of God says that. But what do we do? We take a selfie picture. If we were to take a selfie picture right now, if we, if we were to take a selfie picture of you right now, what would you be doing if we showed you back the phone if you were looking at it? You would up close on yourself. Do I have any boogers? Is my nose running? Do I look ugly? Do I look fat? That's what we do with the word of God. We up close on that. We are in the story sometimes. And and while in, in many of the context of that, it could be true, but we never read the story in the context and then let God do the rest of the work. We never have the strength to sit down. We're always standing up wanting to fight something that we don't even begin to fathom the, the audacity and the tenacity of the evil one because he will come. The roaring lion is a roaring lion. Yeah, that's great. We're so afraid. But his teeth are pulled. Jesus pulled his teeth. He's roaring. And then the young lions are coming behind you and devouring you with the pain, with the purpose, with the unfulfilled purpose, the rotten fruit, the complaining, 
the complaining and the complaining. Why are you complaining so much? You're out of alignment. We got to get in alignment with God. When David was anointed as king, many, many went up before him. All of his brothers went up before him. And the oil did not pour. The oil will not pour until you're underneath it. You will not step into your purpose. You will not flourish. And if you don't get right with God, you may not even get through this day. Now, it's not a fear chapel thing. God loves you so much that he just wants to shake you to let you know I'm there. And he's knocking at your door. He's literally, he's literally knocking at your door. Will you open with him? If you would just open today, if you would hear his voice. We heard that in the message previously and probably heard it so many times. Today, if you will, you know, unharden your heart, if you not, if you will not harden your hearts and you will hear my voice and not harden your hearts as you did in the desert, as you, you, maybe you're in a dry place. Maybe you don't feel like you're getting anywhere with God or getting anywhere in your life. Or maybe you're blaming God for all this stuff that happened. Bad things happen to good people. Things happen. See, because many of us are out of alignment. Why did that happen? Because we're out of alignment. Why did the truck drive in there? Because he's out of alignment. Why did this happen? Because you're out of alignment. Why, why, why? Because you're out of alignment. But God also says this, because if we read the, the, the word of God is written for you, it's for you, but it's not about you. The entire word of God is about God. And what God continually does does to the people that he loves, to the world. The sin is created through the first man. God comes and loves and, and comes and provides and fixes. He clothes them. He provides. Continually, we see this all through the history of God coming to us. When we get in our stink, when we do things wrong, God corrects us. God changes us. God provides for us and we continually complain. And God tries to instruct us. God tries to move us. God allows us. God parts the waters for us. And literally we walk through hell and have no idea that he's doing that for us. And then we complain on the other side. We're out of alignment with God. What are we doing on the road? Our tires are worn. It's unsafe for us to be on the road. There are other cars on the road. And we're just going, I mean, we're topping out. We're redlining, just trying to get to the next stoplight. Not even caring who's on the road. We're spitting out scripture at other at people, trying to use it as ammunition, cutting people and lacerations everywhere, ruining the church, doing things in churches that would really have them be bulldozed down. Well, the table turner is coming to make a change. God is on the move. And God wants you to be in alignment with him because he's about to do something. A revival that's coming to the land that will be a spiritual atom bomb to change things. To defeat the enemy. To bring down the strongholds. To defeat those giants. Isn't it funny that there were five stones that were gathered by David when he was going to take on Goliath. He gathered five stones, yet it only took one stone to take down Goliath. An impossible feat 
impossible to hit that very spot that needed to hit. Five stones. But only one of them was used. For the next five days, if you can take this one stone out of faith and sling it, just sling it. Stand up on God's word and get in alignment with him. Let God anoint you for his service. Let the oil flow. Nothing happens until you get underneath it. We have got to be in alignment with God. We need a spiritual checkup. We need a safety check. Emissions control. What's coming out of us? Should we really be on the road? Or should we be on our knees praying and asking God forgiveness? Help us to make these things straight. To get out of this funk. To get out of this dark place. We need a healing. We need a touch. We need a savior. We need new tires. Some of us are saying, wait, I don't even have a vehicle. What are you talking about? God will provide. Can we just let go of all that worry? Let go of all those doubts? We're doubting God. God can do anything. It's too chaotic. It's too chaotic. God works in chaos. We've heard it before. Let it encourage you. Let it encourage you. We've heard it be said that, no, God, uh, we've heard the scholars say, no, uh, we don't, uh, God doesn't use the Old Testament anymore. Those things aren't there anymore. So you can pretty much do anything you want. And even if you did, all you need to do is be a good person. And then when you die, I mean, you don't even have to accept Jesus. You could be a good person. And when you die, uh, you know, because you're a good person, you'll go to heaven automatically. I mean, so, I mean, the word of God was just, uh, are you kidding me? Do we really want to hang our lives on the lies? The things that we do in church now are detestable to God. God is a jealous God. His word stands. The infallible word of God. The infallible word of God. We're out of alignment because we're not immersing ourselves in God, God's word. Some of us, we don't even read God's word. We just listen to what all these people are saying. Next thing you know, start this business. You get two people, they'll get two people. Man, you will make it. Put Invest your money today. Invest your money into God today instead and see what happens. Just, just find a place. There's many. Just look at the fruit. The Bible says you'll know them by their fruits. Invest in God. Wait a minute. Now we have to spend money. Oh, here we go. This prosperity stuff. No, God is trying to speak to us in so many different ways, but we're so blinded by all this stuff. We're out of alignment. And we didn't even care about it. We just got on the road, just driving any kind of whatever we wanted to do, whatever we wanted, whatever we felt, whatever I wanted my way right away. Here it goes. It's mine. I want it now. I don't want to wait, 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 wait. The only thing is waiting is you're waiting on me, God. Just wait on me, God. Just hold on a minute. Just throw up the hand to God and be like, hold on a second. And God is like, who do you think you are? Where were you when I spoke the world into creation? You think you know everything? What were the measurements when I did this? What were what what were the exact measurements? What were the exact words? What were the exact How did I do it? I'm sure you know. Answer me. You know it all, right? 
I mean, you're, you you know everything, right? You got all the answers. You're very quick to answer all this stuff. So, so please tell me, where were you when I spoke the world into creation? Where were you? I don't want you to be around complaining about things that, that are... They're, uh, you know, wrong in life and you're not comfortable and all this stuff. Get comfortable at being uncomfortable. And get more acquainted with God. That way those things can dissipate. And your focus can be on God. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And all these things we continually say in this. It never digs in. That's because it's always, we're always seeking concealment. We're trying to conceal ourselves by, you know, buying these clothes, fitting in with these groups, these social groups, posting these posts and trying to get this cover or or we're trying to get this concealment. We're trying to be concealed, concealed, and we need to be seeking cover, not concealment. And the enemy is gunning us down with doubts, with dread with sickness, with disease and death all around us to remind us that, hey, I've got you. But the roaring lion's teeth have been pulled. We need only to focus on the giant slayer. Why did David gather five stones? He was preparing for a battle. But God came through. Will you just gather those five stones and step into the best season of your life by getting immersed into God's word? God will speak to you. God will use things that you wouldn't even think. God works. We should know clear by now. His word says it. You should know clear by now that God works in mysterious ways. Are you kidding me? He turned water into wine. Fix, had, it, had it perfectly timed for a, a great fish to swallow Jonah. His purpose. Don't have people throwing off their valuables because you're out of the will of God and you're out of alignment. We're throwing off our stuff. We're getting rid of our stuff just so that things can be safe because you're messing up everything because you're out of alignment. Get in alignment with God. We need a safety check. We need to get on our knees and ask for his help. Seek me in all the things that you do. In all your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your paths. Amen. God wants to do something for you so that he could be glorified in and through your life. And there is something literally that is going to blow your mind in five days. Five stones five days. One giant, whether it's a financial giant, a physical giant, maybe you're having some physical ailments, sickness, disease, and death are crawling in. Maybe it's around you. Gather the five stones. Let the Lord speak to you. Lord, what are you trying to tell me? Seek him and you will find him. Knock on that door. Will you just look this time? You're not going to be given the whole formula this time. You got five stones to look for. 
Get into God's word. No, we're not going to say where you need to go. But maybe you already know. Maybe this is confirmation. God works in mysterious ways. His word says that. Amen? That's what his word says. No one's out here to contradict you or make you feel small. By all means, if you would just step into the skin that you really are, you wouldn't begin to under... You would just be like, whoa. I mean, I thought... That I was, you know, you know, the last on the list. And here you are the first. And because the word of God says that. So it's when we were talking about the selfie, just to go back and clarify here, is that we take a selfie, we read God's word and say, Oh, that's about me. That's that's definitely I I, I that's definitely about me. Or that's for someone that I know and stuff. And while that's okay, we read the story in the context of what God is doing. Read the story in the context of God. You see, that's what he's trying to say. It's about me and what I've done. I need you to get to know me more so that you can understand when you ask me for something, you will receive it. When you ask a holy and an awesome God, when you ask Yahweh, come, Father God, Lord God in heaven, like Jesus was teaching us how to pray. He didn't say, Mother Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. You know, blessed are the, uh, the women, blessed are the food, the womb, Jesus. And all these, all these things. Oh, St. Patrick, help me today. Oh, St. Paraskevo, oh, St. this and this and pray to you. You know, help my money get straight. And we're going through all these things, which we call windows or whatever. And we put God on the back burner. He's saying, come to me. Nowhere in the word of God does it say to come to Mary. Nowhere in the word of God does it say, come to the green statue, come to Buddha, come to Buddha shooter, who had to come to the, come to Lord Ganesh and so you could pray for money. There's 3000 gods you could pray to. Can you just do that today? Hallelujah. Or can you just come to the holy infallible God that can give you a safety check that you could be hot rodding on this interstate right now, moving into your destiny, leaving in smoke all the naysayers, just like David. You're about to get anointed in front of all those naysayers. Just like David, you're about to step into purpose. Into kingship, into queenship. Leaving the enemy in the dust. Will you get on your knees and have that safety check today? Because a white flag cannot end this bloody war. We have lived in these clouds of rebellion and they're now being blown away by the winds of consequence. So bow down. Wipe the tears from your eyes. Bow down to the God that holds your blood-red destiny in the palm of his awesome hands. It's your choice. Choose God today. Don't choose your pain. Don't choose your pleasure. But choose God and let your purpose be unlocked and let you fall under that anointing. Let it crash on you today and flow through your life from this day forward. Every step you take, every move you make, yes, he will be watching you, but so is the enemy. We must come to God. You cannot fight this battle alone. There's five stones. Go get them. In nomine Padre, Filii, Spiritus Santos, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages. Heavenly Father, we ask you to come, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will, thy will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. Give us everything you have in store for us, Father God. Don't leave anything out. The spiritual gifts, unlock that fire inside us. Don't let it be quenched out by a heavy rain of doubt and dread and need. Let us call to you and let you answer us, Lord, that our faith may be complete. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Forgive us and deliver us from ourselves. Forgive us for the propensity to go back to those same things that we shouldn't be going back to. Forgive us for complaining. Forgive us for doubting you, Lord, that you are God and you are God alone. Forgive us, Lord. Deliver us from the enemy and the enemy within. Provide for us, Father God. Truly, yes, open the floodgates so that we can do your service. Propel us forward, Lord, the way that you would have us. Slow us down if we're going too fast. Speed us up up if we're not going fast enough. Help us to come out of park and into drive. Help us to have green lights wherever you see fit. As far as we can see, Father God, if that's all you allow, let it be done. Let your will be done. Let the healing come. Let the breakthrough come. Open the door, Lord, and let us walk through the threshold into our purpose, into our destiny of who you say we are. Wherever you see fit, Lord, let it, whatever it may be, if it hasn't been mentioned, let it, whatever it is, let it be done in your name, Father God, for your glory, for your honor, your power, not ours, yours and yours alone. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. In nomine Padre, Filii, Spiritus Santos, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages. May you walk into this dark world, carrying the light of the gospel forevermore. Nothing just happens. But rest assured, something just did happen. Let it flow.